0: Now join our host as he introduces the topic for today's New Cyber Frontier.
1: Welcome to today's episode of New Cyber Frontier. On today, we have Taylor Mary, who is the Director of Security Operations at Flexport uh, and involved with shipping logistics supply chain, which most of us is very near and dear to our hearts lately. Um, And uh, glad to have him on to talk about some of those things that he deals with on a daily basis. Taylor, thanks for joining today. How are you?
2: Doing pretty well. Thanks for having me.
1: Awesome. Well, glad to have you on to talk about this uh, topic. But uh, first of all, we like to get like a little personal with our guest. Give us your background. Tell us who you are, what makes you tick, um, and uh, what types of things you enjoy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. So uh, I... Uh I've been in the uh, security industry for uh, you know good portion of my career, coming up from a lot of IT infrastructure and background, um, and and you know b- building up on a career of of having uh, um, various different types of environments and challenges uh, to, to secure. Uh, moving into Flexport, um, which I came into two years ago, um, has been a very uh, different set of challenges. Um, I had a lot of background in some he- very heavily regulated um, industries and in, like the pharmaceutical in- space and the like um, so uh coming today and you know just passing my two-year market at flexcord and um, an organization that is focused globally on um uh, shipping and logistics is is has been a uh, pretty unique ride so uh um security all around is is, is what i is is definitely a, a big passion of mine and. Um, um yeah I mean outside of that and and in a normal world that is not undergoing a global pandemic um it's uh something that I love to travel around and snowboard and uh scuba dive and mm-hmm. have a uh have a pretty fun life
1: Awesome so shipping logistics how big is flexport i mean how many countries do you do shipping with with uh, international, with uh, like uh, ocean travel, trains, planes, automobiles, what does that entail, the, the full scope of what you guys do?
2: Absolutely. Well, Flexport has kind of two parts to, to its uh, business and organization. We are part freight forwarder and we're part technology company. Um, a lot of the work that I do is on the technology side of the org, building and securing you know, not only our, our um, IT infrastructure, but also um, all that goes into the platforms that we are building to help uh, make global trade easy for everyone. Um, on the uh, freight forwarding side, um, we are global. Um, we have teams in Europe, Asia, the United States, um, both on the engineering and operations side and um, we help to facilitate cargo for for companies all around the world. One of our biggest trade lanes is uh, known as the Trans-Pacific Eastbound, um, which is basically the route from Asia to the United States. Um, So a very large investment um, in in what we do goes into into, um, helping to support movement of cargo. Um, Mm -hmm. Using all modes of transit. Um, you know, we're freight forwarders at the end of the day, so it's it's getting products from point A to point B. And that could involve one, two, three, four modes of transit um, trying to uh, help, help a business get their uh, goods moved mm-hmm. around the world.
1: So do you own your own shipping, like uh, cargo ships and everything, or do you... Just do the co- the logistics of coordination and everything.
2: Yeah, it's it's all the logistics. We don't only we, we we did have uh, when when I joined um, for for about a year. Um, we we did have our own uh, we did have our own seven forty seven. It was chartered and and used to. Uh, I think it made um, two flights two flights a week, as I recall, between uh, Asia and the U.S. But um, we uh, we ended that. Um, so we we don't move anything on our own. We have some of our own warehouses um mm-hmm. in, in, in certain locations around the world, but um um we don't uh yeah, we don't have any any boats or planes or trains of our own to uh to play with.
1: Gotcha. Well, let's take a break here from our sponsors. We'll be right back in a minute.
0: Blockframe technology offers next generation blockchain managed trust and security. Unique non-fungible tokens are used to secure software bills of materials to provide data quality and security for every transaction in your supply chain. Deploy advanced peer-to-peer product security, scale zero trust capability to millions of IoT devices, allow vendor tracking and accountability, and rapidly reset from compromise. Unchangeable, time-sequenced blockchain data provides next-generation security using machine learning trust algorithms and audit analytics. Start securing your supply chain today by contacting BlockFrame at www.blockframetech.com. Welcome back
1: to New Cyber Frontier. On today, talking to Taylor Mary, uh the Director of Security Operations at Flexport. Um, and we were talking before the break about modes of transportation. And cleared up that you do the logistics and the booking of it, but you don't uh own and operate the, the transit lines and trains and planes and automobiles. So yeah, yeah that that makes a, a big distinction there that you're more end-to-end, you know, keeping track of where they're at. Is it tracking in transit or is it just making the route and and uh and doing the handoffs or with the companies? What what is it? that you do on the digital basis for this end-to-end, say one transit from its origin to its delivery?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's a little bit of all of the above. I mean, we're trying to find innovative ways to kind of improve the visibility for our customers at the end of the day. Um, A lot of the problem with the global shipping and logistics industry is that um, it's still very heavily paper focused. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of paper pushing that goes around. Um, um, you know, I think in the context of our freight forwarding organization, uh, the amount of email that goes back and forth between businesses, logistical partners, um, and our teams here is is something v- volumes of something I've never seen before. Um, you know, we're an organization of 2,000 plus employees. Um, we brought in a, uh, a, a mail security. Uh, vendor. And uh, when we started to integrate and they started processing through our emails to look for for bad things, they were like, oh my gosh, I have never seen people with inboxes of this size. Um, So uh, lots and lots of email. And what we're really trying to do is figure out ways to provide more digitization. Mm -hmm. Um, So that we can leverage the data that is in all of this paper and all of these scan documents and and, and the like, start to bring them back and use that information to help um, make better um, use of that information, provide better visibility for people, provide better predictability, um, kind of remove um, a lot of what had historically been kind of an opaque box um, such that You'd get a notification that someone picked up goods at a particular location, um, and then you wouldn't hear anything until they arrived at where you were expecting them to to land. Um, and then you'd get a bill, and you know you'd have all of these extra overages, saying that oh, you know that that cargo sat on a dock for for a couple of extra days, so you were whacked with some storage fees because the trucker didn't come to pick it up and bring it to your warehouse, um, et cetera, et cetera. So there was this whole Part in the middle that we've been working to try to solve, such that a business has much better visibility um, mm-hmm. into uh, where in the world things are. So things like electronic tracking information um, and, and devices, IoT types of devices, you know, all of that sort of stuff is stuff that we're interested in, um, interested in partnering with with organizations to to um, give that um, level of visibility to. Uh, to people, and in the end, hopefully, help to facilitate a you know digital revolution within the space. Um, as we look to bring forward more of a SaaS platform that other freight forwarders like Flexport can plug into to use our platform to drive their business. You know, the net result should be such that the entire um, global trade ecosystem starts to leapfrog ahead and since become a lot more nimble, a lot more. T- transparent um and you know even competitive in the in the the marketplace
1: interesting so do you um is is the the information in the transit and the tracking and everything is it more publicly accessible or is it very is it you know contain a lot of privacy information to the actual vendor route whatever itself
0: yeah well,
2: I mean that's kind of one of the interesting things, and you know where where this industry has stayed a little bit um, in the dark ages by being so paper based is that um, you know as with just about any other industry, you have a pile, a bunch of piles of papers sitting in a file cabinet. It's just secure because you know no one's no one's able to get to it mm-hmm. um, very easily. Um, once we start to digitize that, once we start to aggregate that all, all of that information and collect it of course there's a wealth of information that that we as an enterprise can start to um, use it to make business decisions to help other companies make business decisions Um, but when we look at the context there you think about uh you know a bill of materials for some goods that are coming from a warehouse in asia to the united states Mm -hmm. some companies probably don't really care about a competitor knowing what's on that what's on that manifest However, there are some companies that are very secretive about what is on those manifests, and they want to ensure that we are keeping their information secure and not sharing it with their competitors. So, um, you know, it's it's just very much um, something that's that's going to start to come to the forefront as mm-hmm. a lot of companies realize that um, a lot of that information isn't as as private as it used to be, um, yeah. even though it was. You know, when you're dealing with, with customs agencies and whatnot and government agencies, there's, there is a notion um, for, for, for some degrees of uh, public information being out there.
1: Yeah. You know, a lot of times, even if the, the bomb, the bill of materials isn't too private, the yeah. numbers of yeah. items transferred from one location to another sold in one region becomes economically confidential. To companies Absolutely. in a lot of ways um
2: and, and in the aggregation of that information you know not mm-hmm. necessarily a single shipment but if we can pull up you know all of that information over the past 10 years and yeah i mean this this there's lots of way that information can be used for good and for bad and you know of course if if i'm in a highly competitive industry um you know i might not want that information to be directly available to a lot of uh lot of my competitors.
1: Yeah. So is that a big part of what you, as working on technology, are moving moving forward, or looking at how to make this more effective, but keep that that transparency, or need to keep the transparency out of the scope? Uh, there is that a big part of what you're what you're working on in the technology area.
2: Yeah. I mean, all around, you know, our our customers are important to us, and the security of our customers' information. Mm -hmm. Um, so um, we want to ensure that the platforms that we're building especially the platforms that we want to put forward for other companies to use to drive their own business are going to um, be able to handle the 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 data requirements for you know a company from a confidential perspective but also um, you know being a global company there are a lot of regional and and um, country specific laws around different attributes of this information. U.S. Customs Border Patrol um, they are pretty strict around you know what information they want from the documentation that is tied to these shipments is shared with other countries outside of the U.S. Uh-huh. So um, there, there are varying degrees of of data security that we need to take into context as we as we build out our platforms.
1: Interesting. So uh, we're going to take a break here from our sponsors, but when we, when we get back, we want to dig into what you handle with security operations for, sure. for, for this, uh, this shipping and tracking and the kind of global visibility and what that means for you uh, working in security. Be right back.
0: Blockframe technology offers next generation blockchain managed trust and security. Unique non-fungible tokens are used to secure software bills of materials to provide data quality and security for every transaction in your supply chain. Deploy advanced peer-to-peer product security, scale zero trust capability to millions of IoT devices, allow vendor tracking and accountability, and rapidly reset from compromise. Unchangeable, time-sequenced blockchain data provides next-generation security using machine learning trust algorithms and audit analytics. Start securing your supply chain today by contacting BlockFrame at www.blockframetech.com.
1: Welcome back to New Cyber Frontier. Today, I'm with Taylor Mary, uh, the Director for Security Operations at Flexport. And we're talking supply chain here uh, and global shipping. We went through a lot of the details of what that means, what it means for the customers, the different uh, logistics of what's in that information that, that is collected and kept about routes and end-to-end transports and bill of materials and what's shipped. Um, now, looking and in, uh, digging into the security operations, what does security, what are all the components that your job entails looking at for security in this uh, shipping and, and supply chain area?
2: Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's, it's the whole end to end program. Um, I oversee security operations and security engineering. So um, we, we have um, areas of security operations center where we're building up the monitoring detection response capabilities for ensuring that all of our infrastructure remains secure, all of our information assets um, that we have, we have good visibility um, over, over our entire ecosystem. Um, that we have people who are trained and and able to respond to um, any sort of uh, incidents that, that that may be arising. Um, have a team of of engineers within security operation that are working on enabling uh, protection based technologies that, uh, that 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 provide um, enterprise and product level controls um, over our our uh, systems and infrastructure, um, and then a security engineering team that helps to um, kind of has two facets. Um, One of them is about security by design, Mm -hmm. about really focusing in on product security, thinking early in the life cycle about partnering with product managers to ensure that we build security into the foundation requirements before our engineering teams start to build a product. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then their alter ego um, Is the one that wants to go in and break things and see if the engineers did what they were supposed to do, um, if they did it in the right consistent manner. So, you know, we do that through um, basic application security testing, the standard tooling that you'd have in, in any uh, software development organization, um, penetration testing, bug bounty programs, and all of those sorts of things. Yeah. So we really are focusing on building out kind of the end to end capabilities to, uh, to to help keep Flexport secure.
1: Interesting. Do you have a lot of like people? I, I'm thinking like UPS when I watch them. A lot of people with the handhelds that that do the shipment tracking and all the different points. Is that part of this model or is it? How's that that affecting? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean we we have we have a little bit of um, a little bit of technology that are tied to mobile apps that are used within um, you know they're used by our partners. Um, they're mm-hmm. used by um, uh, folks in warehouses that are managing, uh, any of the, um, any of the items that we store within the warehouses, um, and such, but, um, you know, we, we don't have quite a fleet, like, like UPS UPS, which has a freight arm but you know when you think of ups you're thinking of that kind of last mile shipment mm-hmm. um you know we're, we're we're kind of that that intermediate you know mostly focused around business to business sorts of shipments which gotcha. is um a little bit of a different um a little bit of a different space there are a lot of different partners and players in that ecosystem that have a lot of different capabilities for 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 tracking mm-hmm. um and usually through partnerships and collaborations that will tie together in with their systems in order to collect and aggregate some of the data so that we can know you know which containers are on a container ship Um, and then when we know that those containers are loaded on a particular ship um, we can track that ship as it transits the pacific and you know add that to the visibility that we provide for our our customers something that they might not otherwise have dealing with other freight forwarders um, because you know again the the freight forwarder is is that abstraction layer you know they're making it easy for a customer to not have to think about how does my container get from a warehouse Mm -hmm. to the port you know what trucking companies do I need to find to go and pick it up get it there on time so that it gets on the right ship transits and then how do we offload and then deal with the customs, uh, on either end and making sure that, uh, um, we get what we need to do there and on time. So, um, in the context of, of that network, you know, you have handoffs with multiple different providers. It isn't as simple as, you know, a single, um, a single scanner, uh, that someone's running around with mm-hmm. and, and scanning that container, at the different endpoints, because they're all different organizations, different companies.
1: Interesting. So it, I was talking to somebody earlier about software bill of materials and what software is on what systems you guys work in the digital supply chain and keeping track of, you know, what's on those systems or is it more of the physical?
2: Yeah, I mean, that that's definitely um, an aspect of um, the platforms that we're building. You know, we're building software, we're building technology, and in that capacity... Um, you know, we have our own supply chain types of issues. Whereby, mm-hmm. if we're talking about any sort of licensed product that we're bringing in and 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 either providing back or using internally, um, we have notion of of when we're building um, our platform. Sometimes we're pulling in open source libraries and things along those lines. So mm-hmm. there's lots of need of tracking supply chain understanding. Um Where things are coming from, so that in the event that there is an issue with with one of those components of of the infrastructure, that we're able to address it in a timely manner.
1: Mm-hmm. but more so, just for your internal products, you don't do that for your customers, or do you do that as well?
2: Um, well, I mean we're we're building a technology platform for Global shipping and logistics. It isn't as much a, a a product that is going to help a company with their own software challenges, uh-huh. um, like, like another secure uh, software security company. Um, this is this is more this is more in tune with uh, um, freight forwarding, and, and it's the platform that provides the logistical viewpoint of uh, of, of freight moving around the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. So what, what other kind of things do you deal with that, uh, you know, people thinking about the supply chain might need to be concerned with that might be helpful from a security perspective?
2: Sure, sure. Well, I mean, it's, it's really about knowing what you are bringing in, um, having good processes in place, having good capabilities to be able to scan and understand the, um, uh, the, the landscape. There are a lot of different Security controls on the IT side, um, lots of different monitoring capabilities that need to be well thought out and well structured, um, having really good relationships with business teams to really understand what their roadmaps are and you know what sort of technology challenges are they dealing with today, and building out an organization that is going to be able to help to um, partner so that. We can make the right selections on technology. Um, we can properly catalog them. Um, we know who is maintaining them, um, if anyone at all. Um, mm-hmm. One of the worst things is when software gets, gets abandoned, you know, some people are still using it, but it's not being maintained anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and you, you, you run into, uh, you run into issues. Um, a, a lot of the, the, you know, not all of them, but a lot of different um, software um, supply chain types of attacks um, have 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 had a element of people not keeping up with software updates. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, it can go the other way if an organization gets compromised and since their own supply chain is 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 uh, <laughs> is uh, um, uh, breached. But um, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, really having that good h- hygiene, really knowing what you have in your environment is is kind of paramount to uh, uh to keeping as safe as you possibly can.
1: Okay. Anything that uh that you need or could use uh put put out to our listener base um about things you need for your company or upcoming events or or just support you're needing.
2: Yeah well hiring
1: the... I'm not sure where you're at with all <laughs> this
2: <listening. laughs> well I mean, I think everyone in security knows that hiring is 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 pretty hard right now, mm-hmm. um, and well, has been for a while. Um, there are, you know, lots of um, lots of conversations around shortage of, of security talent, um, which you know I can certainly agree with, mm-hmm. um, having had to do a lot of hiring in the past year. Um, but it's really important to just. Put the time in to look under every rock, um, because sometimes you find a lot of really security interested people with really interesting backgrounds that might not have that perfect security skill set, but have that aptitude to become a to become a really good uh, team player. Um, you know, that's that's what we had looked into recently with with teaming up with an apprenticeship program, and and are uh, looking to bring in some. Some some really solid women veterans um, into our organization to help to bolster our uh, security operations team. So uh, um, yeah, I mean hiring is is definitely critical for for us. I'm going to be growing a lot more next year um, mm-hmm. in uh, in all functions. So uh, um. we hope you have enjoyed this episode
0: of New Cyber Frontier. Remember to get involved. Often we think that someone else will handle privacy and security in the virtual world, but you are the only one truly in command of your virtual fate. Join our mailing list so we can keep you informed of breaking news and new releases. If you have an idea, if you have a question that you would like to hear answered, or if you want to get involved with our efforts, reach out to us at newcyberfrontier.com. We also encourage you to visit our sponsors' links, as they are the ones that really make this show possible. I want to thank each of you for supporting the show, and we look forward to seeing you back for the next episode
2: of New Cyber Frontier.